Welcome to This One Thing with Carrie Kenyon Dern. One verse, one truth, one choice. Hello and welcome to This One Thing. I'm Carrie Kenyon Dern and with me this week is my very dear friend Melina Puente. And Melina, it's so good to see you. This is actually my first podcast back in 2023. So fun to be here with you today. We missed you. Oh, thank you. And thank you to you and Crystal for the amazing podcast that you've been sharing with us the last couple weeks. I want to go ahead and do a brief introduction for us this week and highlight our verse. And we'll both share a truth and a choice as always. But Ephesians is near and dear to both of our hearts. And we're going to be in chapter 1, verse 11 this week. And the Lord has really highlighted the book of Ephesians for myself and my husband, Jeff, this year. We've actually been memorizing the book of Ephesians. And so we're quoting this over and over and over. We're in this first chapter and it's literally the last thing that he quotes over me every night before we go to sleep. So I would love for scripture to become even more a part of our DNA in this new year. And, you know, you and I often say this podcast is great, but the truth is I do believe we could come on here and just read scripture and it would be more powerful than any editorial comments that we might make. So our heart really in this podcast is to focus on the power of God's word and to encourage all of us, ourselves, you and I included, to apply God's word to our lives. That it wouldn't just be, okay, that was entertaining, that was fun, I hope they tell something that's funny, I'd like to laugh. Those are good things, but the better thing is allowing ourselves to be transformed by God's word. That's where our healing comes. That's where our truth comes. That's where our clarity comes, not just for today, but for our future. So in Ephesians, Paul is writing to his friends. We did a podcast in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 18, quite a few weeks ago. It was actually last year now. And we were talking about how Ephesians... Uh, was written to Paul's friends. He had visited them multiple times on his missionary journeys. They were strong in the Lord. They were strong supporters of Paul, both in prayer and financial supporters of his ministry. These were his brothers and sisters. And he has this gentle heart when he writes to them. It's a heart of gratitude. Mm -hmm. And in this first portion of chapter 1, what he's doing specifically in verses 3 through 10 is he is excitedly sharing with them the details of what God has already done. And I'm going to briefly go over that. He says, we've been blessed with every spiritual blessing. God's loved us and he chose us to be holy. God decided in advance to adopt us and bring us to himself. In his kindness and his grace, he's purchased our freedom. He's forgiven us. He showered us with kindness along with all wisdom and understanding. And seven, he's now revealed his plan to us, which is to bring everything together to himself under the authority of Christ. And this is everything in both heaven and earth. So our verse of the week, verse 11, is a summary verse. It is, in fact, bringing everything home in verses 3 through 10. It's a summary of everything that Paul has just said. So Ephesians 1 verse 11, the summary verse says, furthermore, because we are united with Christ, we have received an inheritance from God. For he chose us in advance and he makes 
everything work out according to his plan. So for me, as I've read this, as I've memorized it, as I've meditated on it, this verse for me is broken down into three parts, three emphasis that I think we really need to grab a hold of, three truths in one verse. And that is because we are united with Christ, first of all, we have received an inheritance from God. And this means he decided before about us, Mm, before what? Before everything. Before everything, he made a decision about you, Melina. He made a decision about every listener out there. Before you were born, before you did anything right or wrong, he chose you before, before everything. And, and to, to have that kind of love sink in, like it, it's not human, is it? Right. You and I understand love to be performance-based or relationally based, based on your relationship with a person. There's usually qualifiers or conditions around the kind of love that we understand in our finite minds. And what what Paul is saying here is God decided beforehand. He predestined you. And in that, you have an inheritance and you have become the inheritance. Mm. It's not something only to say, hey, I'm super excited about all the goods that are coming in heaven. It's this understanding that I have been made a heritage. So now he is my inheritance and I am his inheritance because I belong to him and he is mine. Amen. And I have become the inheritance and he chose in advance. He chose before anything that had ever happened, anything I had done wrong or right, what? To make everything work out according to his plan. And Melina, this is a verse that I need to be memorizing. I need this verse written on my heart. As you know, I just got through almost a month of extreme sickness. I was sicker than I've ever been in my life. And we were praying against pneumonia and it it got really scary there for a while. My body just wasn't healing and I kept asking God to heal me. And it was like he just kept throwing one thing after another at me that he wanted to talk to me about, that he wanted to heal in me, that he wanted to show me and he wanted to quiet me and he wanted to speak to me and I wanted to be well. I wanted to be healed. And it was this collision between what I wanted and what he was telling me he wanted. And he kept bringing me back to this verse. And he kept saying, this is going according to my plan. Now, I did not like his plan. I want to be clear. I'm not that mature. (laughs) But I did hear him saying that this is my plan and I need you to surrender to it. I need you to get on board with my plan. And the only way you're going to do that, Carrie, is if you believe the truth that I chose you in advance. I don't need you to perform for me. I don't need you to do anything. I need you to receive my love because you are now my inheritance and I am yours. I want you to want me more than I want you to be well. Hmm. I want you to want me more than anything. That's what I want for you. I want my will for you is that you want me more, more than what, more than everything, including more than being healed. And I think that there is application for all of us. And I'm so, so excited to hear your application, Melina. But for me, this, it's very close to home because I just walked through almost a month of not getting my way. And God being kind and loving does not owe me an an explanation for anything that he does. But he did show me that because his plan was being worked out, that he was able to bring up grief in me from losing my sister back in May that he still wanted to attend to, that he still wanted to heal. 
the relationships in my life that he wants to bring healing. He showed me a pathway in those areas. He continued to humble me and soften me and show me the areas that he wants to grow me and make me more like Jesus. And so sometimes the acknowledgement of this verse isn't pretty in its application. Like we don't always like what we feel is God's plan unfolding, do we, Melina? It's not always comfortable, but it's always for our good and for his ultimate goal, which is what? To make us more like his son, Jesus Christ. Yes. So that's kind of how I pulled truth out. And that was very quick. That was a lot, but that's how I pulled out truth and I applied it. And, and I want to hear what was the, the biggest truth that you pulled out? Because again, this verse is like in three sections. It's three big things. What, what was the truth that you pulled out and how are you applying it? For me, the third thing that Paul writes in this verse specifically, and he makes everything work out according to his plan. So that one was like, you know, bigger neon lights. I love all of it as a truth, but that, ooh, I felt it. And as I was studying and going over this, the heart of that for me is Melina, God's in control. He's got this and wanting to surrender that. And I had the opportunity the other night to really let God be in control and surrender my will. Because for me, I like to fix things. I like to take care of things. And I know I think what's best. And all of a sudden, I don't feel peace. And when I'm not in a peaceful place, I have to surrender. I prefer peace over anything else in my life. And I had a situation that had created some judgment on my part for someone else. I was not seeing things in a perspective that was, well, it was prideful. I'm just going to boil it down. I was being prideful. I had judgment. I wanted something perceived a certain way. And I could feel the anxiousness in me to deal with that. And I went to Costco to distract myself and also buy a few things. And while I was checking out, you know, they always offer you a hot dog or something from the food court. And I was like, yes. Well, in that, got out the door, sitting in my car, and I'm like, I'll just take a few bites of this. And I I took the third bite, literally took the third bite. And the last couple times I've been with Crystal, I've shared a few things that God just continuing to do some healing and recognizing there's a newness in my identity that I'm grasping. And this was another opportunity to take hold of that. There was just this whisper of, you know, you, you don't have to you don't have to do this, Melina. Like you, you don't have to eat the hot dog to, or you don't have to eat emotionally. Like you don't have to do that. And the Holy Spirit just prompted that so quickly. And I was like, you're right. And I just wrapped it up and I threw it away and was able to let the Spirit identify the pride in my, where I was operating and to surrender that. And I'll share a little bit more in the choice part of how I was able to process that. But it was that immediate... I wanted to fix it. I wanted to be right. I wanted to control something. And the Lord just mm-hmm. allowed the Holy Spirit to let me open my hands and surrender that mm-hmm. part. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we are kind of moving into the choice and that's okay. But but what I'm hearing you say, as you were really focused on the third part of this verse, which I agree, it's, it's hard not to because that's pretty profound. <laughs> Quite a yeah, promise. Yeah. And what you're saying is I'm either taking control actively 
and I'm doing things my way and I'm operating in my flesh and I'm trying to make myself feel better or I'm surrendering to the promise that he's got a plan and he's working out his plan. So I don't need to sit in my car and emotionally eat a Costco hot dog if I believe that God is actually fulfilling his plan. But if I forget that God's fulfilling his plan in the things I don't like, in the areas of my life where I feel like I've been pushed into pride because I'm believing the lie that somebody acted like an idiot, or in my case, I shouldn't still be sick, I should be better by now, I'm going to take matters into my own hands and heal myself, you know, I, not that I could have, but there's always that like speed up and find something to make myself feel better in all of us. And for all of us, however it manifests, whether it's through food or anything that we do before we pray and ask for wisdom, I think that's us saying, God, I'm not remembering that you have a plan today. My focus isn't submitting and surrendering myself to your plan. In fact, my, my focus is coming up with a plan of my own right? So we are moving into the choice. It's so obvious. It's just set there right, right there for us. So just go ahead. Talk to us about the choice that you make. There is one. It is inherent in this verse. What is the choice that you make from this verse, Ephesians 111? Specifically in this circumstance where I was finding, where I literally threw away the hot dog and gave myself the time and space to recognize what I was choosing and let the Holy Spirit reveal that pride. And I think in that I had to recognize I couldn't actually help either of the parties that I was concerned about, what I was worried about what I could do. And that was one of the things that I was able to surrender. But specifically, there is an opportunity to be vulnerable. If I trust that God is in control, I choose to believe that I'm chosen. I am the beloved. There is something so precious about sharing that with people. And the choice for me very specifically with this part of the verse, Carrie, is I want to be able to be transparent and vulnerable with my friends. And I chose after that moment that I was able to have in the car with the Spirit and just letting him expose that, surrendering that, confessing the pride. And it was interesting in that moment, I texted you. Like I, I felt this urgency to actually out loud confess what I had done, mm-hmm. like where I was at, and that I didn't want it to even linger anymore in my evening. You didn't respond, which was okay. Because even in that moment, I had had that time with the power of the Spirit. And even that initial wanting, that desire to just surrender and just like confess to somebody, I, I'm not okay. And I need to confess mm-hmm. some pride that I'm operating in. And the beauty of choosing that, knowing there's no judgment that's coming, that the people mm-hmm. that I choose to communicate with in terms of just the closeness that we operate in in our friendship, there's just unconditional love to be able to confess that and then have the people in my life pray for me. And I hate to say be proud of me because that's not necessarily it, but it's the growth. It's that I didn't wait two weeks. Mm-hmm. To go, oh, yeah, a couple of weeks ago I was operating. It was that initial, like, I, mm-hmm. I wanted it done now. And so I think that surrender of control that manifested in pride for me and how quickly the Spirit wanted me to just operate in the new me. Like, that's not what you do, Melina. This mm-hmm. is the new you. Right. Yeah. And that's an outward expression. And my choice is focused on the internal 
And for me, the choice is if I truly believe that I've been united with Christ and I've received and not only received, but become the inheritance and he has become mine, that he chose me in advance and he makes everything work out according to his plan, then my choice every day needs to be, God, I want you to reveal your plan to me and I want you to get me on board with your plan because I am stubborn and I am willful and I'm a control freak and I want what I want. Mm -hmm. And I need you to supernaturally not only show me what your plan is, more importantly, because you don't owe me that. There are gonna be some days I don't know your plan, The big thing is, God, I need you to get me on board with whatever it is you're doing, even if I don't know, and especially if I don't understand it. Yeah. That, for me, is the choice. If I read the totality of Ephesians 1 up to this point, verses 1 and 2 is an introduction, and then verses 3 through 10 is all of the promised inheritance, everything that we've already been given, everything he's already done, everything he's already accomplished. And then I have one thing to do. I have to respond and I have to receive. And I can't respond and I can't receive if I don't get on board with what his plan is, the fulfillment of his plan. And it's not some pie in the sky out there thing. It's in my life and through my life. And why did you put me here today? And what do you need me to do here today? Who do I serve? Who do I speak to? Who do I not serve and speak to? It's, it's sometimes the harder thing is to say no. When God needs me over here and I want to be over here helping this person. And he's like, no, 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 that's a no. I need you to say yes over here. What is your will? What is your plan? And God, would you get me on board with that? And then along with that, yes, there is going to be a tangible expression of our choice in how we relate to other people in our lives. That humility that we have with him of submitting and surrendering ourselves to his plan is then going to manifest in our vulnerability, in our humility, in our marriage relationships, in our friendships, in our family relationships across the board. So this is a big deal. And, and Melina, I strongly encourage everyone listening to this podcast to prayerfully consider meditating on Ephesians 1 through 11 and memorizing verse 11. I'm not going to ask you to memorize the entire chapter that's our big hairy goal. <laughs> I'm not asking you to, to you know, memorize the whole book of Ephesians, but I, I am going to ask if it's resonating in your spirit that you would memorize Ephesians 1.11 because I really believe with all of my heart, if we focus on the fact that we've already been united, he's already chosen us. He's not going to change his mind. He's actually made us his inheritance and he has become our inheritance. He is the inheritance. He is in the process of fulfilling his plan. Not only does he have a plan, he's working the plan. And it's all going to work out according to his plan. Even the things we don't like, we don't understand, that we want to change. He's saying, more important, would you change your prayer from God, do this and this and this and this, from my will and what I want? Would you change our prayer to God? What do you want? And would you get me on board with that this week? Melina, I'm going to ask that you would specifically pray that for us. Pray that specifically we would be men and women that ask God in this new year, 2023, God, get us on board with your plan. Change my will to what your will is. Make my plan what your plan is. I want to surrender and submit. I don't need to understand. I need to get on board with you have a plan and you're fulfilling it. 
And that is what I want is for you to fulfill your plan, fulfill your plan through my heart and through my life in this coming year. Lord, we just thank you that we can come to you right now and say, we want to be on board. We want to be on board with the plan you have for us in our lives, Lord. Lord, I ask that you would expose the things that are keeping us from being humble and coming with open hands with you, that uh, things that are keeping us from being vulnerable, that we would be able to surrender the things that keep us from keeping our eyes on you. Lord, I ask that you help us get our will out of the way, that we would be hands wide open looking for your will in our lives, Lord. So I thank you for your plan because it is perfect and it may not line up in the timing or even the circumstance that we like, but it is the perfect plan and you are working it out in the most amazing ways. So I thank you that you have chosen us, you're protecting us, you're guiding us. And Lord, I just thank you that you can help us be men and women of God who are surrendered to the plan you have in our life. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us for This One Thing with Carrie Kenyon Dern. Find all our episodes by clicking the podcast link located on our website at fetterfree.org.